Did you know that nobody pays you for what you know, they pay you for what you do? Taking action is fundamental to building your business and learning to do it well unlocks the power to create massive impact and feel lit up every day. I'm Jo Ingram and here's where we go all out for getting the courage and conviction to follow our true purpose and join the tribe of action takers making it happen. Do you do a CEO day? Today's episode is on why it's so important as a new entrepreneur and at every stage in your entrepreneurial journey to make sure that you're prioritizing having a CEO day. What is that? Well, a CEO day is when you're working on your business, not in it. And so many of us spend all of our time working in our businesses. A great example for me, when I first started my business, I also started to learn how to use Instagram. What a Wow, so much to learn and creating content on Instagram. And I started to drop into spending more and more time creating my images and my captions and then learning how to schedule and all of the other things that I suddenly realized that suddenly my business was creating Instagram content rather than actually serving my ideal clients and building the the actual offers and the different elements that were way more important to me. It was only when I stopped and I worked on my business, when I gave myself a CEO day, that I started to understand that although all of these elements like Instagram are important, if you're not careful, you can spend your whole time working in your business as the social media manager and not on your business as the CEO. The CEO is the person who formulates the strategy for your business. It's you as the person to decide on the direction, um, to cast your vision and then put the building blocks in place so that you know that you're heading towards your vision with all the decisions that you make. And making decisions can be really, really tricky as a, as a new entrepreneur especially because there are so many sort of magpie moments, as I call them, along the way. You know, the things like the shiny new object. You'd be in the middle of doing one strategy and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's all good. I'm list building. And then suddenly something else comes along and you go, oh, that looks good. What's that all about? And somebody says, oh, you know, what you should be doing is you should really be creating summits. And you go, wow, that looks amazing. I, I, I want to do that. And there are some phenomenal tactics out there and they're not right or wrong. But are they right for you at this moment in your business? How much energy will it take to deliver that strategy over that one? Because ultimately, particularly when we're solopreneurs, we have to make those key decisions. And CEO day is the opportunity to really just take the moment, take some time and sit and really think through those decisions so that when you're actually working in your business, you can do it with confidence because you know that the strategy is in place. You have to ask yourself, what is the impact and income scenarios that will come from the decisions that I make? And I, you know, I'm, <laughs> I spent many, many years in my career working in Excel spreadsheets. So I know that's not for everyone. I personally love it. But I would say to anyone, make sure that you do your numbers. If you have an idea and a strategy, do a projection. Just write it down or use a basic spreadsheet and say, well, how many clients would I need if that was my strategy and I charged that much over the next year? Would that be enough? Is that the wrong strategy? What if I did this? What if I added this one and this one? Um, start to just play around with those scenarios because that is one of the CEO's main jobs to make sure that you're putting the right decisions into building the business. One of the major things about CEO Day as well is a chance to really think about what it means to be a CEO. 
It's really, really a mindset thing. And I love this quote by Jim Rohn. He says, your level of success will seldom exceed your level of self-development because success is something you attract by the person you become. This whole thing about, you know, who, who I am, you know, what this be, do, have. Who do I need to be in order to do the things I need to do to have the things I want to have, to have that success? And who you are is so fundamental to how you show up in your business. You have to act like a CEO, whatever that means to you, and have a good think about it. What kind of behaviours do you have in your life that you would say are not that compatible with being a successful CEO? Really good example is uh, being distracted or doing time-wasting activities. Um, You know, it's a really, really personal decision about what is a distraction and what is time-wasting. But you do have to be honest with yourself and say, you know, are there just too many hours of Netflix? Or do I social media scroll way too much during the day? No wonder I'm not getting the work done. If I was a successful CEO, would I be doing that? And the answer will probably be no. I would have a lot more supportive habits, things that will make sure that I've got a much higher chance of succeeding. There's um, an author called James Clear. You've probably heard of him. He's written Atomic Habits. Um, And he says, every action you take is casting a vote for the person you want to become. That's just just so beautifully put about the idea of creating habits that are supportive and make sure that we're doing the right things over and over. Because really, we want to show up as our best selves for our business. So creating those positive habits and reducing those negative habits are going to be really, really fundamental to this idea of achieving in your business and how you can support yourself as the the high achieving CEO of your company. And for me, what I like to think about is I think, what attitude, behaviours and culture does my company have? I know, right, it makes me laugh too. It's like my company, because I'm a solopreneur right now, and I know that that you are probably too, if you're listening to this. You know, we're new-ish, we're building, but at the moment, perhaps we don't have much support in the the way of staff. So talking about company culture could feel a little bit strange. But I don't think so. I think, well, now's the time to really decide what culture my company has. Because first of all, I need to, to live those, those behaviours. But also as my company grows, as I intend that it will, I would really like for the people who join my team to be people who really value those behaviours too. And some of these sorts of ideas that I've written down include, I want my company culture to be committed, to be high energy, to have a balance. So for me in my life as a mum, I think it's really important that I don't jump out of the frying pan into the fire, out of corporate life with all those hours and not really having any freedom into entrepreneurial life, with, which is exactly the same. That's not the plan. That's not the lifestyle dream. So I have to make sure that within my company, we really balance our employees' relaxation, time with family and time to work hard. Me, I'm the employee. So I have to manage my own time and just uh, I found out that I'm not really a really good boss to myself. So um, <laughs> it's like as I've become an entrepreneur, I started working myself way too hard and not giving myself the balance. So for me, as I move forward, like that culture is important. And that's a decision as CEO that sometimes I just literally have to say, no, get your hands off the keyboard. It's family time now. You can come back to this tomorrow because it's really important that I stay balanced and grounded. I'm having fun and spending time with my family because that's what the vision is for my company. But 
some things that have come up with people I've worked with, they say, um, actually, the sort of attitudes and culture that I would like to increase in my company is we would like to be more decisive. We'd like to take more action. Um, we want to stretch out of our comfort zone more or we want to be more brave. Have a good think what that looks like for you. What would the culture of your company be and start being that now? You don't need to wait. That's how you're going to develop your company. And that's you being a decisive CEO. Um, right. Next thoughts. Oh, right. This this is what I wanted to tell you about. So there's a really good report by McKinsey and Company. And the report is called The Mindset and Practices of Excellent CEOs. And what they did was they interviewed 7,800 CEOs over 70 countries. And they were basically looking to see what CEO behaviours made the most success. And I really enjoyed this report. And I drew so many parallels between how CEOs of these top performing companies behave and how we as solopreneurs also need to develop our CEO skills. So let me tell you a bit about it. I've drawn out six of the key points that I think are going to be really, really helpful when you think and you sit down on CEO day, go through these one by one. So the first action is to set a vision. And this is where as a CEO, you ask, what does winning really mean? And when would we decide that we've won? What does success look like? It's really important to set the vision as the CEO, to know whether you're reaching your milestones, to know whether you've been realistic and to indeed like celebrate. I mean, how many times do we actually achieve something we wanted and then just instantly move on to the next thing without even a moment to catch our breath and say, well done, we did it. Let's take a moment to celebrate and feel good and We we all know the more we feel good, the more we want to do it more. So we should be celebrating success. And you're not going to know when to celebrate if you haven't set what success looks like. Number two, make bold moves early. Now, in the report, this says that you really need to be strong on resource allocation and productivity improvements. Let me break that down. Resource allocation. For a big company, that could mean just money, budget. But for us as solopreneurs, it means both money and time. It's energy of any sort. And you've got to make a decision. Where are you going to invest? You know, you've got all these opportunities to invest in training. You've also got opportunities to invest in paid advertising or maybe developing your website. There's going to be lots and lots of options to invest But certainly CEOs that have been really, really successful for big corporations make bold moves early in their tenure. So for us as new entrepreneurs, making decisions early about an upfront investment in a key piece of training, whether that's a a course or a program, or maybe getting that website up because that is your shop. If that's the important thing and you as CEO has decided it, do it, do it quickly, be decisive. Certainly the, um, the data shows that that will put you in a really strong position. And the second one is productivity improvements. Another thing really close to my heart is like deciding how you can be more productive, what you can systemize. If it's a matter of getting your social media posting into a scheduler, make that decision early. Get the, get the training, get the pro, invest in the, the monthly subscription and just get that going. Invest the time that it takes to learn it because later you're going to reap the, the dividends because it's going to be automated. and You're going to be able to put your time into things that are of higher value. Number three, this one's about talent. That means hiring your staff. 
And here's something interesting because half of the CEOs interviewed for that report said that their biggest regret was leaving underperformers in place and they'd wish that they'd moved them out of those roles earlier. Now, how does that uh, translate into our roles as new entrepreneurs? Well, if you consider yourself as not only CEO, but all of your employees, you're the social media manager, you might be the website developer, you're HR, you're the finance team, you're all of it. What role are you really rubbish at? Where are you spending loads of time? You're not doing a really great job because maybe you need to fire yourself from that role. Maybe making the decision to outsource that in some way, maybe hire a VA or get some help quickly might make your journey from new entrepreneur to entrepreneurial success so much smoother. So that's a really interesting one for me because um, thinking about what areas I want to ditch. So for example, right now I'm thinking about making sure I hire an accountant really soon because even though I can do the bookkeeping, I'm not because I'm not seeing it as a priority. So I'm a really rubbish bookkeeper right now. So I probably need to fire myself from that. Note to self. All right, number four defend against biases. Now, this is the successful CEOs um, basically recognise that as human beings, they come with biases and they need to be conscious of not bringing those biases into the business and organisational structure. They've got to make sure that they question biases all the time. And this one crops up quite a lot for us as new entrepreneurs. It's basically you need to look at your judgments and check they make sense. Are your judgments about your business just led by mindset biases? Let me give you an example. Um, one of my entrepreneurial friends is making a lot of decisions about their program, about uh, how they show up based on a mindset limitation that actually they don't like being very visible. So that's something that I just think is so prevalent, particularly for new entrepreneurs. Wouldn't it be great if we could just hide, not, not have to show our faces, go on video, you know, just, just show up in that way. And for her, she's realising that actually not only to do the best thing by her business, but make an impact with her clients, she really does need to get over that bias and show up and be on video and play a much more sort of visible role in her own business. So if that's, if that's you, then perhaps this is an opportunity to review that. But again, look at your own biases. Where is it that you're not making the right judgments because of something that you've believed for a long time? Maybe it's time as CEO and on your CEO day to question that. Number five. This one is about prioritising and interacting with key stakeholders. Now that is the title from the report. But basically, we're talking about your ideal clients here. We need to prioritise our ideal clients and what they need. And we need to interact with them. We need to really talk. So really, when it comes to running a business, we need to be cognizant. We need to be aware that highest value and largest potential customer pools have got to take priority. We're building business. We want to create an impact, but we want to create a large impact where possible. A large and profitable one is even better. But we can't do that unless we really talk to our potential customers. We need to understand their experience, their pain points, their desires. Now, hopefully you're already in, on the path to doing this. But if for some reason you've skipped over this a bit and you've moved swiftly on to other areas, as CEO, you might now decide it's time to sort of circle back, 
create some way of communicating. We're reaching out to make sure that you create really audience-centric messages. And you can only do that by listening really intently. So whether that's one-to-one or whether that's putting some messages out and asking people to reply on social media, start really listening to what your ideal customer wants so you can provide the best possible service for them. And finally, number six. This is where CEOs, the best performing ones, have trusted advisors who give them unfiltered advice. So when it comes to big shot CEOs, they kind of exist in a bubble where, you know, they have a lot of yes men around them and women saying, oh, you know, you're so fantastic. And they wouldn't tell them otherwise because of obvious reasons. But I think there's a nice parallel as you're an entrepreneur. People may not want to tell you the truth because, you know, it's your business, your money. Um, maybe you've not been very receptive to being given the truth because when you put your heart and soul into something, it might feel like criticism. I can certainly empathise with that one. I think um, I've perhaps been too defensive about some of my choices. My poor husband has been the one that's got it in the neck when he said, really? And I'd be like, well, I think it's marvellous because, you know, I've just spent all these hours doing it. But the reality is, is you do have to give some opportunity for people to give you the truth. Now, it might be a spouse or it might not. So one way that I love to get unfiltered advice is through an accountability pod that I'm a, that I'm a member of. Um, and when I get with that group, we're really, really honest with each other. Not in a mean way, you know, really kind, really supportive, but we don't like it, let each other take risks or make mistakes without challenging and I think that it's about having people around you that will ask you the right questions and give you the opportunity to really review why you're doing what you're doing and if it's sound then you go ahead but if it's not it's better to have been challenged now and and perhaps review and iterate than it would be to to drop in what might be very costly in time and in energy. So they're the thoughts about CEO Day. I hope that they've been helpful. But the most important thing to basically bear in mind is to do it. And the best way of doing that is to make sure it's already in your calendar. So when you finish listening to this or get back to your desk, just go to your calendar and just put every single month a minimum of half a day in and just Blank it out. It's called CEO Day. You're not going to allow any other meetings to drop into CEO Day. And this is a time just for you to question everything you're doing in your business and make sure that you're heading in the right direction and a direction that feels um, fully aligned with your integrity about your vision for your business, but also aligned with making great impact and great profits. Well, have an action-filled day. Speak soon. Bye. Do you want to run your own CEO day? I hope that you do because I have created a free guide. It's in the show notes. It's all 10 prompts that we've gone through in this episode that you can use as a workbook to do it for yourself. And even better, I'm so excited to launch my podcast. I wanted to do something to celebrate. So I am doing a free workshop. It's called CEO Day Workshop. And I'm going to personally take you through all of the inspiration from today's episode and we're going to go through the prompts together. I believe that knowledge is only good when it's implemented so I'm going to take you through it to make sure you get it done and you feel amazing about where you're going to take your business in 2021. All the information is in the show notes. I really hope you'll join me. I hope you enjoyed listening to Action Taker Tribe today. If you did, please subscribe and leave a review and share it with anybody else that might find it useful on their journey to a successful entrepreneur.
If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, follow me on Instagram, I am Joe.ingram, or on my website, which is IamJoeIngram.com.